Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis with you. And as always, Butch Castle's with me on the program. Good morning to you, Butch. How are you going? G'day, Geordie. Better than you, obviously. Technical issues at that end, eh? Oh, a little bit, but that's all right. We're on air now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the wonders of modern technology. Oh, You're boy. sitting there in Melbourne. I'm here in Hamilton, and we're going to talk to guests all around New Zealand. So there you go. Amazing. Absolutely. Bevan Sweeney's coming up on the program a little later on. But first up, let's get Mark Walker on the program ahead of a big weekend of racing. Mark, it's good to speak to you. Good morning. G'day, Mark Butch here. Look, firstly, welcome in. First, uh, Interview with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis uh, since you returned from Singapore. Must be great to be back in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Yeah, it certainly is. It, um, I've been back for about six weeks, so loved every minute of it. And uh, this weekend sees the first uh, runners uh, in your name. We've got them Avondale, but mainly the uh, the big guns uh, at Awapuni. Uh, I suppose there's no sort of sneaking in and, and trying to get some uh, soft results at a midweek. It's straight into the big time, eh? Yeah, pretty much so. So, yeah, fingers crossed it all goes well. And Mark, you were uh, heavily involved in the in the uh, yearling sale, uh, a sale that was very successful. And for your team at Tiaka, you managed to uh, bring home thirty odd uh, horses, and and you must have been thrilled with the quality of those. Oh, definitely. I think you could probably see it a little bit, Butch, that that had a few extra months maturity, and you can see it on some of them. That's for sure. But no, I, I felt the standard was as high as ever at New Zealand Bloodstock, and. I'm sure there'll be Group 1 winners come out of that sale, so hopefully they're with us. Yeah, exactly. Still opportunities for people to be involved. They can jump on the Tiakau website, and, and I know traditionally it's often been those last horses sold uh, that have uh, come out the good ones. I know Imperatrice was uh, one of the last ones sold in her year, wasn't she? Yeah, her and Aventage as well, so it certainly doesn't mean they, they aren't the fast ones, that's for sure. No, so www.trkracing.com, anyone uh, wanting an interest in. It is going to be a real focus to get horses across the Tasman into Australia as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's, there's so much money there now, and uh, especially horses which that can run, uh, run a trip. We, we know until recently, although the horse that won the new market probably surprised us all but traditionally horses that can run over a mile our three-year-olds especially have always measured up haven't they yeah they sure have right let's talk about these runners uh, saturday you're into it race two the oaks stud premier couple of runners supreme khan and lightning field uh supreme khan disappointing fresh up late lightning field going really well yeah so supreme khan has blinkers on probably needs a little bit of cut in the track um and the other bloke, he's been consistent, but same thing, the shower rain probably would have helped their chances. Race number four, this is an interesting one. You stretch on the bubbles out bang, to 2,000 metres. 
Uh, gee, he was really good, uh, I thought, uh, at the end of the mile in the Levin Classic. Uh, 2,000 metres, giving him his chance against his own age. And, and I suppose this will give you a pointer as to what you do with him next year. Yeah, exactly. Whether we go to the Triple Crown at Hawke's Bay or whether we'll know exactly what we're doing after Saturday. But if it was a handicap foot, she'd have 60 kilos. The next one to him would have 51. So uh, he gets a chance to run out the triple set weights, didn't he? Yeah, he sure does. And Amalfi Prince was uh, good last time, I suppose. Uh, this is a, a definite step up in class, but some of them won't stay. He gives the impression that won't be a problem. On his pedigree, he should stay, yeah. So tricky draw, but probably have to roll forward. Mm, race number five, Mark. You've got uh, two at the top. Preda Fair, who uh, look, got a really deserved win, with I thought, which was a, a very good ride from Naranjan Palmer last time. Has to carry the weight, 61 kilos, but he's a good horse and deserves it. Yeah, exactly. So I think we did the right thing last week, scratching at Tauranga. Obviously, with the COVID round, the jockeys are getting a kilo extra, so that's pushed them up in the weights a bit. But it's still off a, you know, I think there's only a five kg spread, so it's not too bad, Butch. Nah, and Brando, look, he's uh, he was really good. He's come back from being gelded, and uh, look, he was really good when he won, and I thought his run for third was uh, pretty good last time as well. Uh, the the 1,400 metres just freshened up, uh, ideal for him, but tricky gate. Yeah, tricky gate, but, you know, Opie, he's had tricky gates before and got them home, so that's his problem now, but I, I think he'll run really <laughs> well, that was. Yeah, okay, sounds like uh, leaning his way. Right, the feature, two huge chances here. Uh, number one, Dynastic, uh, was super impressive in winning the Caraca Million. Uh, just looked like he peaked on his run last time and post-race. Uh, that was the, the tail out of uh, Jamie that it just probably would improve with the run. If he's improved, he's going to be awfully hard to handle. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was Jamie's summation. He just... They had him in kid gloves after tracking me and just feeling his shins a bit. So they just had to give him that little bit of extra time out, Butch, and probably just peaked on his run. But um, he's come on a lot with that run under his belt, that's for sure. I saw him moping, uh, mooching around the parade ring on Caracamillion night and he struck me as uh, he was a, a classic three-year-old, even a, even a derby style of horse then. So the 1,400 metres uh, of this uh, um, two size should be absolutely ideal for him. You'd think he'd eat up the extra 200 metres out of the Sistema. Oh, yeah, we've got no doubts at all about the distance, that's for sure. You know, you'll see him as a three-year-old loving loving a mile, hopefully at Rickerton, first of all, for the 2,000 guineas. We see him as that sort of horse for the future. Yeah, indeed. And look, the filly, uh, Maven Bell, she's just done absolutely nothing wrong. She won uh, three in a row, and then you can make a case that she was uh, pretty unlucky uh, last time in the uh, in the system mistake. She just got sort of held up uh, momentarily and then uh, getting off heels. She attacked the line strongly. She's another that gives the impression 1,400 metres okay. Is that the way you see it? Yeah, definitely. And she just saves her best for race day. And, yeah, hindsight's a wonderful thing. But if you come to the outside, you just don't know uh, what would have happened. But that's history. And then it happens in racing from time to time. But listen, the work on Tuesday was first class. So uh, interesting runner. She'll get a gun run, but just needs to pop off the fence at the right time. Mm, so how did you split them or did you split them? Both very big chances, yeah? 
Well, I think it's a race in four, isn't it? Wolverine there and the horse that won the Sistema. There's not a lot between those four, so whoever gets the right run and the best ride probably wins. Yeah, for sure. And uh, look, you then head to the last. You've got the Mighty Spar in the last. I thought this was a really competitive uh, mile, rating 74. They've been competitive and will be uh, for a while now, but he's got to have his chance. Look, if the best Mighty Spar turned up, uh, he'd be a chance, and you've got Opie, so that always helps. Yeah, definitely. You know, he's a happy, healthy horse. Form doesn't look that great, but, you know, he's on his day, he, he can produce a good run. So, fingers crossed, he pulls it out on Saturday. And just up to Avondale quickly, Mark, you've got uh, in race four, Navelma. Look, was OK resuming. Disappointing last time. Better than that, though? Yeah, we just felt we'd try him at 1,400 just before the tracks start to pack up, which they must do sooner or later with the changing in seasons and that type of thing. So, yeah, he's a definite runner's chance. He can blow the start a bit, so 1,400 might suit him. And look, in race six, you got back to Master resuming. He's uh, going to be seen to good effect uh, when the jumps uh, come up in front of him, but they've got to start somewhere. And Nasenko down the bottom, who, uh, look, has been really impressive, winning two of its last three. You'll claim with Naranjan, and I thought uh, in a competitive race with no weight might be a good chance. Yeah, she has to step up again. Uh, she she was well placed in pretty moderate fields, but this is the toughest field she's met. But she's a Zavabiel. She's just maturing with age and definite, definite top four contender, that's for sure. Righto. We better bung it on you, Mark. If I was going to have a, a dollar each way on one to give Hunter a hot dog tomorrow, which one's it going to be? Oh, I think on the bubbles is throwing in, in that race because it's set weights. Just, just hope he gets a good run. And I think you can see out the distance. Okay, Mark. Hey, look, thanks for your time. Great to have you back uh, in New Zealand. Appreciate you uh, coming on to breakfast with the Kiwis and having a chat and be uh, watching with interest to see if you can uh, get off the board with a nice win tomorrow at uh, Awapuni. Cheers. Cheers, Butch. Anytime. Mark Walker with us on breakfast with the Kiwis. Uh, Butch, what do you like from Mark's on the weekend? Yeah, well, I think uh, he summed it up pretty well, didn't he, uh, on the bubbles, uh, the, the, the question about the 2,000 metres. But as he says, thrown in under the set weight conditions of the race. I thought he was uh, thinking that Brando might be very hard to beat, even from the tricky draw with Opion in race five. And really looking forward to the feature tomorrow. Uh, the Manawatu size, the courtesy Ford Manawatu size produce stakes. Uh, he's got two of the defined four uh, big guns in the race. And I speak of Dynastic, Lickety Split, Maven Bell and Maven... And Wolverine being the big four with uh, him having the Colt Dynastic and the Philly Maven Bell. Just didn't know that he split them by much. Thought they were both equally strong chances and it might depend on run in race as to which one comes out on top. So looking forward to that. That is the feature tomorrow. That's our main race in New Zealand and the second of our two group ones for two-year-olds and it'll probably decide who is two-year-old of the year. All right, we'll take a break on Breakfast with the Kiwis. That was Mark Walker. On the other side of this, we'll get Bevan Sweeney on the line to help us preview the card at Awapuni. This is Breakfast with the Kiwis. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellis and Butch Castles here on the program with you this morning. And our next guest on the show is Bevan Sweeney, who will help us run through the card at Awapuni and preview the weekend ahead. Bevan, welcome to the show. Yeah, good morning, uh, boys and to listeners. I can't wait for Saturday at Awapuni. It really is 
the two-year-old uh, championship decider, really, I suppose, with uh, the Group 1 dynastic, of course, uh, the Karaka Million winner, beating last, uh, start, lickety split, uh, Wolverine. It's going to be a great two-year-old feature on Saturday. Yeah, it sure is. G'day, Bevan. Watch here. Let's have a look at these black type races. Three, uh, four of them, uh, which are uh, really competitive throughout the card at Awapuni. Looks like the weather gods are going to play their part, and my read is it should be an ideal dead four track. It should be, Butcher. Uh, we've had a bit of weather around, but the last three or four days has been drying, and it's got that really humid. Uh, so I do think this track will come uh, back uh, to a decent sort of uh, surface for them. But I do you think they were making a decision whether inside or outside bend, uh, closer to a race start to time? I prefer uh, the outside bend, which I think that gives the horses a better chance in the inside corner. But, but uh, as far as the track goes, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Looks as though the weather has played its part, as you mentioned. Mm, right, let's have a look at them. Race four, the Higgins Concrete Manawatu Classic for the three-year-olds. And look, on the bubbles, he's a standout on form, set weights. Mark Walker we just interviewed, and he was very bullish about his chances. Didn't see the 2,000 metres of being too much of a problem. And uh, look, really, uh, he's the class act of this field. Oh, well, he's the class act. You're right. Uh, just whether you want to shop his price at 2,000 metres, but you look, they question Mark. At the mile, we didn't really get an answer, did we? At Trenton, it was a real sit and sprint dominated by uh, Imperatriz. Uh, I think he might have got it, Butcher. I'm not sure what you thought about that. If he got clear running, uh, she had a bit left in the tank, but they both went the line flying, and he is a quality, quality horse, and he's tough. He's a real war horse, been around in the big dances. I'm not really concerned about 2,000 metres of Mark as he can, why not? Uh, absolutely. He'll just need cover. He's got the right hoop on board and Opie Bosson. Uh, so he's got a lot of positive factors, and he's going well. There's no doubt about that. The dangers in the race, I thought Pinarello and Soldier Boy were very good in the derby. I actually thought Soldier Boy might have been a little bit better butcher with the run he had. He was beaten six and a half lengths. He went forward down the back. He did a lot of the donkey, uh, donkey work, and he didn't really fall out of it. Pinarello didn't have a lot of luck back in the field and having to make uh, clear running and was beaten seven. So they're two horses who you'd expect to be very strong at the 2,000 metres. And there's one in here, Butcher, uh, trained by one Kevin Mines, who the Australians will know a lot about it. Now, there's no jockey declared here. It's called Tenzing. Now, I think he's crying out for 2,000 metres. I'm a bit surprised he's still in New Zealand. I thought he'd been across the ditch by now. If, if he does run at around about $26, I wouldn't be scared about having a dollar each way on him. But, yeah, he's the benchmark at the top on the bubbles. Dangerous Pinarello, soldier boy, in my mind. Uh, but he's, he's quality, uh, and he should continue on on Saturday. Race number five, Bevan, the Bramco Granite and Marble Flying Stakes. A couple of good ones at the top, Preda Fair Brando, but there's some progressive horses uh, towards the bottom of the handicap. And uh, look, Faithful Feet and Tavir spring to mind as a couple of those. Yeah, I think the bottom of the handicap's really interesting here when you've got Preda Fair up at 61. Look, I think he's pushed to beat this field uh, with the weight differentials. Uh, Brando OP has made the choice. To ride him, he can be a little bit hit and miss, but he's had uh, well, he's two pound lighter, isn't he? So the last couple of runs have been much, much better from him. He had his chance in the Group One behind Mascarpone. Draws a little bit uh, awkward, 58 kilos on his back. You'd still expect him to be very, very competitive. Uh, you're right about Faithful Feet to Tavia. They're two very progressive horses, and they get into the 54. You could probably throw Belle Clear into that. Uh, Providence provides his god ability, and Miss Cartier was really strongly spruiked at Ellerslie in the 74 last time. A little disappointing, but Funtonic is a horse with a fair bit uh, of quality. So we've got two proven horses at the top of this one, Butcher. 
and a, uh, a head full of horses who are probably coming through the grade strongly in Belclear Faithful Feet uh, to Veer uh, and Miss Cartier. I've sort of got a lot of time for Tavir here, but from that draw, Leith Innes aboard, I thought it was a really good uh, effort behind sort of state last time, very powerful in the prior two efforts. From that gate and 54 kilos uh, on her back, I think she's a major, major danger at a great each-way price in race number five. Right, the feature, the courtesy Ford Manor with two size produce stakes, and I think you were bang on in your opening summation that this will define the two-year-old of the year. As you say, we've got the Caracamillions Millions winner, we've got the uh, winner of the Sistema and Lickety Split, Maven Bell placed in that stakes winner prior, and Wolverine, who carried all before her earlier in the season and then ran second in the Caracamillion. Million. This will be it. Which way did you see it going? Oh, it's an interesting race. I'm really looking forward to this, uh, Butcher. A dynastic... I think if you take the thoughts of uh, Jamie post-race, and I spoke to Jonathan after the race, and he just blew up over the back. So clearly he needed the run. I thought he put a length on Lickety Split, came to the end of it, just chipped the last 150 metres, but he didn't throw it away. So he'll be improved. Does Lickety Split improve? Not 100% sure. Uh, awkwardly drawn out there for Hugh. She won't get a trailing position this time. But she's quality, and she's tough. So if it's a war inside the last 50 metres, Yes, maybe. It's right, Maven Bell. If you go back through uh, the race at Ellerslie, if they had a bit more luck, and if Ron got to the outside earlier, she might have won the race. So you've got to throw her in as well. She's possibly got the best turn of foot in the race, Butcher, if she gets the, the right run. Uh, Wolverine is fresh up at 1,400 metres at home, and the only horse to down her has been Dynastic. So it is an interesting race. Luck in the run might be the key here, but I'm going to stick with Dynastic, the correct million winner. Uh, I think with Opie aboard, with that run under his belt, I think he'll be very strong at the 1,400 metres. Uh, Wolverine, who ran second in the Karaka Million, I think she'll be primed, ready to go. She has, I think, got the match of Maven Bell, maybe, uh, in the turn of foot stakes. She's got a beautiful draw. She should get cover. Uh, she'll be a big danger. And then couldn't really split Maven Bell, lickety split. But I'll go with the Karaka Million order here. Uh, a butcher dynastic and Wolverine to run one, two, with a couple of quality uh, fillies in behind and lickety split. Yeah, I think it's a fascinating contest and I think it's uh, that all of those four will hold their own uh, up into three-year-old top company. The very, very good horses. They are. Right, race seven. Sorry, Butch. uh, Race seven, the City of Palmerston North Awapuni Gold Cup, Bevan and uh, look, the uh, weight scale here, uh, interesting. This one at Group 2 and Tiptronic Hypnos towards the top of the handicap. Vernon Me, who deserves to win a race. Look, the last three have been uh, seconds at Group 1 level over the 2,000 metres. Is it Vernon Me's turn? It's an interesting race in that the top three are all class, aren't they? Uh, and at set weights and penalties, they get in quite nicely. When you look at Tiptronic, he should be giving away half a house to those at the bottom of the handicap and he, he's not really, he's only giving four and a half kilos, so um, look, Opie board, he'll roll along, he's a tough horse, as is Vernon Mead, they're very similar for me, these two horses, they like to get themselves up on speed, uh, they're big, tough, strong, and they've been into some uh, really big dances and they don't flinch on their run, so they should ensure this race has run along really strongly Hypnos, he's slightly different uh, he's got a bit better turn of foot if he gets a, lot, a little bit of cover and he's got the draw to get on their backs and just be smoking their pipe and behind them. And I've got a lot of time for one right uh, towards the bottom here. Solar Express with Janelle Miller. I thought she was brilliant behind Cinerama last time. Probably should have beaten Hypnos at Awapuni prior to that. So they're the four for me. 
Uh, I'm going with you, Butch. I think Vernon Mee should get a result here for Stephen Marsh and uh, the team there. He's just been brilliant in his last two. Commentator Bay form is as good as it gets here in NZ, and he has the best of it uh, behind her. Tiptronic will be brave again. Uh, I think Solar Express is the real upsetter in the race, the 10 in the book. Uh, if she can get a little bit of uh, cover from that draw, which she should. She does have a good turn of foot, and if you hark back to Wanganui, she was dominant uh, first time over ground. And then, but Hypnos, well, he's been and done it. Of course, he's won uh, a Copeland's Mile. He was very good two starts ago here at Alpine over 2,000 metres. So, yeah, look, they're the senior horses at the top of the book, and in its set weights and penalties, they're the three you should be focusing on. And Vernon Mee, well, he's got the best of the form going into the race. Righto, Bevan, thank you very much for your summation. Old Town, a, a, a race course close to uh, your uh, roots, if you like, racing today, Waverley. Did you find a sneaky there that we uh, might be able to have a dollar each way on uh, quickly? Uh, I haven't had a quick look at that, Butcher. I think Jamie Lillupton has uh, a horse in race number three. It's top of the book. Jonathan Park's not riding today. I've lost it. I'm ahead of Rusty Chance, I think his name is. Um, yep. He's had a couple of yep. runs, the, uh, the 1,400 metres. Big framed horse at home. Track should be firm enough for him. If he gets an opportunity, he should be winning a light race at a reasonable sort of each way across. There it is, race four, number one, Rusty Lane today out of Waverley. Thanks very much for your time, Bevan. Really appreciate it. Is, just quickly, Parks, he going to be OK for tomorrow? Just day off today? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Butcher, I just got a text this morning to say that uh, he was uh, feeling a little bit unwell. And in these uh, days and ages, eh, we don't, they don't turn up if they're feeling a little bit unwell. So uh, I'll check on that no. this afternoon, but I think so at this stage. Fantastic. Thanks for your time, Bevan. As always, Butcher, thank you very much. Bevan Sweeney on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Uh, Butch, uh, have fun on the weekend ahead. And uh, we'll chat again on Breakfast with the Kiwis next week. Good on you, Geordie. Well done to get us underway with a bit of a technical issue early. (laughs) Breakfast (laughs) of the Kiwis. Another successful episode. Back for more next week. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.